What's a happening, everybody? Welcome to a special edition of One Savior and a Cheeseburger. I am your host, Rob Rob Double B, and I have Kurt Lee with me. So today we're introducing a brand new segment called Fanatic Friday. So Fanatic Friday is going to be where we take something that we love from our lives and put it out there to you and we're going to share it with you. So today we're going to do a deep dive into Kurt Lee's fanaticism with music. So, Kurt. Yes, that is me. I'm the Kurt Lee. Yes, say hello. Say hello. Good one. Good job. Thank you. I do what I'm told. Yes. No, 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 you don't. Liar. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about your love of music. And so first question is, is where did that love of music come from? The love of music actually is just in the blood. It was growing up listening to my dad play the acoustic guitar, you know, play a lot of country and bluegrass, Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, uh, George Jones, and then playing old hymns. Uh, My sister played the piano, my brother played the guitar as well. Uh, Both brothers played the guitar, and then uh, one of my brothers worked at a little country music radio station in Georgetown back in the 90s called 97.7 WAXZ. Have to say that in case there's a copyright, don't want to get sued for infringement, you know. Right. Shout out to that old station if it's even available. Or Shout out. out. Uh, so music was just always around growing up, and especially country and bluegrass and gospel. That's kind of the roots of my music, but music branched out in so many directions. My music tree doesn't go straight up. It goes every which way, anywhere from gospel to heavy metal Weird Al Yankovic to, you know, old school gangster rap. Billy Ray Cyrus to Billy Joel. Billy Ray Cyrus, for real? Dude, Achy Breaky Heart, that's mid-90s. There's 90s country and it's not its finest, but it's there. Okay. It's it's your thing. Uh, You know what? There's only one type of music I do not like. Two. Two types of music. Polka. And opera. I can appreciate it, but I don't want to listen to it. Okay. I I like how you broke that down that you could appreciate it, even though it's like me and basketball. I like to play basketball. I can't stand to watch it. I get you. I feel you on that. Word. Word. Yeah. So that's kind of, that, that definitely helps open up our eyes as to, you know, where your love of music came from. Um, let's, let's break this down biblically though. You know, there's so much about music in the Bible. Um, I know you and I have had conversations about, you know, our love of music and where it comes from. But, you know, we had this one conversation that you specifically had a scripture verse or scripture verses that kind of um, was at the core of of your love. So I'm going to hit the rewind button. So... We were talking about music in church, and there is a non-denomination denomination out there that says, no instruments in church. Well, I got a Bible verse that can say I can disagree with that, but to him has his own. 
So, growing up, my church didn't have drums. We had piano, and then they got guitar, and then finally they got drums. And I heard, you know, the old timers, there's no drums in church. Drums don't belong in here. Well, you didn't read Psalm 150. Because Psalm 150 said, and I'm reading it from the ESV, English Standard Version. It's my favorite version of the Bible. It says, Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty heavens. Praise Him for His mighty deeds. Praise Him accordance to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the trumpet sound. Praise Him with the lute and harp. Praise Him with the tambourine and dance. Praise Him with strings and pipe. Praise Him with the sounding cymbals. Praise Him with the loud clashing of cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You can't have a drum set without cymbals. <laughs> and cymbals don't make sound unless you clash them. And you crash them hard. Because you go, ting. No, you, you hit it. You make it sound. Put some beef behind it. That's to all them little wimpy drummers out there. You hit it. You break your drumstick on that cymbal. Do you understand? Oh, do you know how many drumsticks I broke in my lifetime? I bet. And how many times I had to tell my mom, hey, I need a new pair. Mm -hmm. What happened? I broke them. How? It just happened. Mm-hmm. Breaking them on them cymbals. Yep. So, if you don't believe drums in church, read this Old Testament passage. It says, praise him. God likes music. Trumpet. A lute. A harp. A harp is string instrument. You know, with tambourine and dance. There's a time, what is it, time to cry and a time to, I don't. For everything there is a season. Yes. And it does say there's a time to dance. Yep. To me, let's party. Let's play some music. Let's have a good time. God just doesn't want us to sit there and be quiet. That's definitely true. We're, you know, worship, worshiping God is, uh, is, 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 is obviously, uh, everyone's going to worship God differently in their own way, but. To those that say there should be no instruments in in church, you know, I'm gonna go with David on this one and and say, you know, make a joyful noise. Um, you know, use use the trumpet, use the lute, use the harp, use the cymbals, use the tambourine, dance until you can't dance no more. God wants us to worship Him, you know, with music, and and I definitely. And it's not that's not the only time you see it in scripture, but that is the, probably the most profound scripture that you'll see. And their argument is, well, it doesn't say it in the New Testament. Well, let's let's take a look at something. Jesus was 12 at a wedding. Weddings in that culture were celebrations. They had music. It might not say it in scripture, but it most likely was there. For sure. For sure. I mean, it's just like you know, when you talk about the New Testament, there's so many assumptions that are there because the Bible doesn't say it specifically. But if you do your research and you do the referencing between the Old and the New Testaments, then then you can come to a pretty educated guess. And let's be honest, the, the professors of today and even yesteryear did their research and they made educated guesses and we listen to those and we we hold those high above our heads and and use them as as you know factual so let's not play that game i would agree with that yeah i didn't go to bible college i oh just to let you know i went to a catholic community college for a few years and almost got kicked out of new testament class because i argued with him about religion so 
I did my research. And I almost got kicked out of school. But that's a different topic for a different podcast. Yep, for sure. So write that one down. How Kurt almost got kicked out of college. <laughs> that's a great story. Yep. So we're going to do some uh, some question and answer time with Kurt here. So I, I wrote some questions down. And uh, are you ready? Yeah. So this is still going to be based around music. church yep. and music and worship. And so things of that nature. So yeah. hit me, Rob. Top five bands. Christian bands? Sure. Okay. Number one, and the the person who changed my worship music forever, David Crowder. Okay. Saw him CIY Christ and Youth Conference early two thousands. Carbondale, Illinois. Yep. We're gathering the big auditorium and all of a sudden here comes a skinny looking Lenny Kravitz kid. <laughs> and I was like who is this guy? First song they played was Undignified. And I went, jaw dropped to the floor, never heard music like this before, like coming from Christians and thousands of teenagers singing and praising God. And I was like, what is this? Yeah, we call him Cracked Out Jesus. Yeah. Our, yeah. <laughs> so David Crowder, hands down, is one of the most influential musicians of my life. Okay, number two. An old band, they're not very famous, but 150. They were big in this area. Yep. They, they were. played a lot of CIYs. Uh, Jesus is my superhero. Yep. Or Superman. That was probably the song that I, you know, kind of got me into worship, but Crowder really took it to the next level. Absolutely. Good, good choice. Number three. Um, Supertones. Yep. Yep. Number four. So, number four. I'm going to go. DC Talk as the group, not as single musicians. I know you're going to disagree with me that, but old school DC Talk. All right. And last but not least, but number five. It's not, it's hard to say like a professional group, but I'm going to have to go my worship band in high school. Like, like, like the, the group church I, or your, your group you were in? The group I played with. Okay. And what was your name? Um, there was, I mean, we had lots of musicians that we played, but it was like, you know, the, that group of people, we could make music together and that was, you know, what we did. And that was kind of influential because it started out as like, okay, I can play drums. Yeah. Then it's like, now you're a drummer. So there's a transition. You might be able to play, but it doesn't make you a musician. Okay. So... If you could say your favorite genre of music was this, what would this be? Punk rock. Punk rock, okay. Favorite punk rock band? MXPX. Also, previous, well, their original name was Magnified Plaid, but they couldn't fit on a billboard, well, so it's MXPX. But would you consider them punk rock or ska? No, they are punk rock. They did not have... Um, they didn't have any instruments? No, there was oh. all... Bass, electric, and drums. Okay. It was a three-piece, and I then they it. got a, they got another guitarist later on. Okay. Skull band, you're probably thinking of Supertones or Money Money Boss Tones, uh, Five Iron Frenzy. Oh yeah. Bob. Bob. Do you uh, know what Bob stands for? Not off the top of my head. Bunch of believers. Oh yeah, I do. Okay, yeah. Uh, Plum 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 started out as as kind of a ska group, but uh, yeah. I so. do like ska, but no, I'd say punk rock. MXPX got me into punk and that whole genre and culture and 
in my adolescence years, you know, anti-establishment, stick it to the man. Didn't really know what that meant, but I was all about it. <laughs> I mean, I still, I wore the fake faux hawk, the faux hawk, if you will. I had the ball chain, the black t-shirts. I did wear a guy liner at one time. Yeah, I saw that picture. Yeah, uh, everybody saw that picture. I had bright red hair. It was awesome. Mm. Um, but then other bands, you know, I found like Blink-182, Sum 41, and then I started looking into like punk as the culture and the beginnings is the Ramones, the Misfits, the Sex Pistols, yeah, but they were there. But like old school punk, Ramones, hands down. Yep, for sure. So, if you could, let's change this to a secular level. If you could pick, because you kind of told me a bunch of them just now, but if you could pick your top five secular bands, who would they be? Metallica, MXPX, Garth Brooks. Ooh, there's my three. Okay, I can, I'm going to go four because five I can't really think of right now, but four, you ready for this? Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yeah, I know. You love it. I am a Christmas kid. Yep. I mean, I was born around Christmas time. It's my favorite holiday. I mean, when Halloween's over, it's Christmas time. Yes, we celebrate Thanksgiving on one day, that Thursday. The rest of time is freaking Christmas. Let's bring it on. <laughs> Lights, music, Santa Claus, Jesus' birth. Christmas is awesome. Yep. All right. Well, let's... We're going to kind of finish this segment up with this question. Are you ready? Sure. Well, let's make it a two-part question. First concert you ever went to? Garth Brooks. 94, 95-ish time frame. U.S. Bank, or well, was it's now the U.S. Bank Arena. I don't know what it was called back then. Uh, back then? I yeah. think it was U.S. Bank Arena. It's not that anymore, yeah. actually. Um, and I remember it. He had released an album, and there was a song called white, uh, Red Strokes. And in the music video, it was all white, and he wore a white suit, and then, like, red paint happened, like, all over the video. Well, the concert started him, what you thought was Garth, dressed in white, white cowboy hat, playing a piano, singing uh, Red Strokes. Well, all of a sudden, Garth actually comes out from through the piano. <laughs> so, I mean, that moment... Is forever ingrained in my brain, and one of the best showmans I've ever seen. Yeah, I definitely would agree with that. He's definitely got some personality. And, so, I mean, mid '90s, he he had a million people in Central Park yep. come to a concert. Yeah, he's definitely uh, definitely got a good following. So, if that was your first concert, what would be what would you say the 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 concert would have been that changed maybe your your life or your outlook on music or you know touch you personally in some way I don't know about touch me personally but a lot of the concerts I've been to have memories okay um Godsmack Metallica concert in 2004 you know Metallica's the headliner Godsmack's the opener even though they're two big bands but the lead singer of Godsmack Sully is a great showman he's better than James Hetfield they both put on a cool show. But being in that arena, dark, in the pyro, the smoke, the lights, the just everything about it, it was like that brought metal and hard rock to a new level for me. Okay. So that those are you you ever go to any Christian concerts? I mean, I've been to Bleach, I've been to like Crowder and Well, outside of CIY. 
Not really, because mm-hmm. it, growing up, I didn't have the money or the ways to really go to concerts. Gotcha. A lot of local bands. I've been to a lot of hole in the wall bars and events where just you know bands here, bands there. So I've been to a lot of indie bands, if you will. Did you ever hear Standpoint play? No. Do you know who they are? No. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Then. Okay, I'll look. I'll Google them. Yeah. Or you YouTube. Them. You won't find them on Google. Okay. <laughs> or YouTube, for that matter. Was that your band? <laughs> it was. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna throw. <laughs> that was before Google and YouTube ever existed, my friend. <laughs> so what? So what our listener <laughs> listeners does know is. Rob was in a boy band. I was, yep. Like NSYNC Backstreet Boys Christian style. Yep, yep. I'm in my garage with a mohawk and spiky hair trying to play. Oh, hold on. Before you even go down that path, yeah, uh, if you yeah, if you were going to compare time frames, yeah, that wasn't going to happen. I just want to make sure. I just want to hear you sing Hit Me Baby one more time we or Bye sing. Bye Bye. We didn't sing any of that. We, we did a lot of DC Talk covers. Oh, okay. Did yeah. you dance? No, no. Nope, no dancing. Okay. To be continued on that part. Yep. So, well, there you have it. Our first Fanatical Friday it is all about Kurt's love of music. Now, hold on. What? This is a duo podcast. Oh, uh, okay. It's not just about me. I mean, I know I'm the star of the show. <laughs> For once. <laughs> Always. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But yeah. yeah. So, Rob, what's your favorite Christian artist? Uh, favorite Christian artist? Like band or artist? Solo it, artist? They go one in the same. No, no, they don't. Okay, group. Favorite, favorite group uh, would have to probably be DC Talk. Solo artist. Uh, um, and if you say his name, you know I'm going to argue with you. Well, he's he's my favorite, not your favorite, so I know. you can't argue with me. Oh, I can. It's your opinion, and I can argue against it. Um, so, <clears throat> for the longest time, I've I've been a big fan of Toby Mac. Ah! But you know, I'm not saying he's like my old, my favorite of all time. I mean, I grew up with Michael W. Smith and uh, Phil Keggy and Carmen, Carmen, Rick Ritchie. Um, you know, uh, I mean, there's just there's a lot that I grew up with before. You know that that are still around, but you know, like Ma- you know Matthew West is still around. He's hanging on. Um, you know, you probably never. I don't know if you've ever heard of the group group PFR, Pray for Rain, Cayman's Call. Um, so there, there's a lot of groups that that have been around, but uh, I don't know. I Chris Asbury, he's pretty good. See the cartoon guy? No, that's Chris Rice. Oh, uh, he's he's really good. I like him too. He's probably one of my favorite as well. Yep, because I was thinking the other day, what if cartoons got saved? They'd start singing praises in a whole new way. Maybe. Uh, we'll have. To... <laughs> you brought it up. I know I did. You brought it up. So if you don't know the song, you gotta listen to it because it's like yeah. your childhood meets. Not so good Christian music, not lyric wise, just music wise. Yeah, it's and a, it's supposed to be funny. I mean, it's called the cartoon song. It's by Chris Rice, R I C E. Look it up. It's, you'll have a good time with it. Now, I'm gonna say one thing, Rob, and I actually learned this from an elder at church one time, or a very wise man in my church. He said, "Not all secular music is bad, 
Not all Christian music is good. Correct. I would agree with that 100%. Because there is great secular music, you know, musicians that can just play a guitar or an instrument. If you're looking, if you, if you're looking at it from a purely musical point of view, I would definitely agree that not all secular music is bad because I, there's a lot of secular music out there that I think is wonderfully written. Now, I may not like the, the content, the content or the, the lyrics per se, but the music behind the song, uh, can blow you away if you take the time to, to really listen to it. And then, like you said, not all Christian music is good. You know, there's a, like, um, there was a group when I was growing up called Sanctifunctified. And it was a rap group, Christian rap group, and it was horrible. But it was Christian, and so I was trying to keep, you know, myself into the Christian world. And, yeah, so Sanctifunctified was, was one of those bands. Well, I can see that group, and I'll raise you the best Christian rapper ever was T-Bone. Yeah, T-Bone. Um, and yeah. I actually found him on MTV. Yeah, he he was kind of yeah definitely around my time frame. T Bone was awesome. If you like rap, check him out. <laughs> if you guys have questions like music wise, like I like this type, but want to listen to a Christian style, just Google it. There's a an older yeah. heavy metal band called Eternal Decisions, Christian band. They were heavy metal. It's like you've never heard music like that, <laughs> praising God, and the guy was growling. It was fantastic. Oh, I'll do you one better. Um, if you like, if you like '80s hair bands, and you, but you want to listen to something Christian, uh, Google Petra, P E T R A. Well, what about Striper? It's definitely Striper. Striper was before. Well, Striper was before Petra, like just a few years before Petra, and when Petra came out, they kind of just kind of blew Striper away, so not a lot of people know who Striper is. But. Striper is still your classic 80s hair oh, band. Definitely. The bad clothes, yeah, the bad like, hair. Like, think of White Snake, but Christian. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Motley Crue, but we're... <laughs> See, we got you. Yeah. Like I said, my, my music taste is just crazy. It's fantastic, as Rob would say. Yes, yeah, fantastic. So, so yeah, any other questions for me? Because uh, this isn't about me. It's about us, and it's well, about our viewers. This is it's more about, about your your fanaticism, not mine. Actually, yet. it's about one savior and a cheeseburger. It is, it is, it is. Uh, so yeah, any new cheeseburgers? No, che- no, 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 no cheeseburgers. None, none for me either. This this so far, but yeah, I mean, so. I did have a sandwich, but it was not a hamburger. Yeah, the no. classic windy spicy chicken, not a hamburger, but a delicious meal. Nope. No. The only taste you have... Well, I thought it was in music. Now it's... I thought it was in your mouth, but I'm learning neither. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. Wendy's is overplayed. <sighs> and there's the disagreement. We are friends, but we disagree. Yep. yep. So... Well, guys, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our first segment of... of uh, Fanatic Fridays, and uh, we're going to try to do this a little bit more on a regular basis, so to speak. And uh, but hey, if you're not tuning into our normal podcast, we launch those on Monday evenings. Fanatic Fridays is going to be launched on Fridays, obviously. Um, so take a listen. We hope to uh, hear hear from you guys. You know, go to our Facebook page, One Savior and a Cheeseburger. Go to our website, One Savior and a Cheeseburger.com. 
Like, share, post, spread the word. Yeah. Send up smoke signals. The little sign behind an airplane, if you can afford that, because that would be awesome. You know, put our name on a billboard or a blimp, because we have no money. Maybe we should do a contest. Like, our 50th listener gives a free t-shirt or something. Hmm. Something to think about. Well, hey, guys, that's it for today. This is Rob Double B, Reverend BB. This is Kurt the Punky. See, now you know where another part of the nickname came from. Punky. Punk music. Thank you, MXPX, for changing my life. Changing Rob's life. And that was fantastic!